Welcome to another episode of Just Being Aimless Podcast with my host, Trevor. What's up, Trevor? Hey, I'm still here. In this podcast, we talk about lock and key, and also we give our picks of the week in comic books and anime. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Welcome to another amazing episode of Just Being Able's Podcast with my friend and co-host, Trevor Dowling. Hello, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Trevor. Doing good. This is um, still early in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Matt, uh, how you been? I've been pretty good. Uh, things have been going quite well. Uh, busy at work, but otherwise things going well with home stuff. Home stuff, yeah. Yeah. Getting your video game on too, Catherine. Actually, I haven't played in like three weeks. I got to get back to it. But yeah, I'm I'm working at trying to catch up with all the anime because because uh, I've been working late nights, um, so I don't get home early enough before it's just time to kind of do stuff with my girlfriend and you know we watch shows together. So I've been trying to catch up with that. Oh uh, yeah, see, yeah, you're watching shows like Expanse and stuff like that. Well, that one I already watched. And that one I watch on my own. Well, speaking of shows. Netflix recently just recently just put out a show called Lock and Key, and um, it's basically it's based on a graphic novel by Joe Hill. For those who don't know, Joe Hill is just the son of Stephen King, mm-hmm. and um, he does a lot of horror stuff and suspenseful things. Right now, I think he got something with DC, some um, some horror anthology books, I guess. Uh, I can't think of one of them off the top of my head. I don't read that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have no clue. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it's it's um, written by Joe Hill. I don't know the artist. I, I can't pronounce his name, but Netflix adapted it for TV. You know, recently Netflix actually like um, got three uh, two other properties from IDW. It's, it's from IDW Publishing. Mm-hmm. It's they got um, V Wars, which I did not really finish. Is that that one with the uh, uh, what's his name, Ian Summerholder or whatever? Yeah, his name? who's now in another vampire? Show. That's right. Because <laughs> he was in the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, he was the other brother, wasn't he? Yeah, they had brothers in Vampire. Yeah, Diaries. he was one of the two main brothers. Right. I can't believe I watched the first season of that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but yeah, then they also did. I'm hoping getting this right. It's called the October Faction. I think it was written by Steve Niles. I might be saying it wrong, but I think that's like three properties that IDW have on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So out of the three, the the one I'm enjoying the most is Lock and Key. <laughs> I haven't watched any of the others, so I can't say. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's what I've really been enjoying. So, so far, it came out two days ago, and I've been binge watching because I've been a couch potato this past weekend, you know, because it snowed on the Saturday. You didn't get any snow. We didn't get any snow where I was. Wow, man. I know, it's amazing. 45 minutes away and we got nothing. You didn't get none of that good old snow. Not the, not the cocaine, guys. Not the drug. Oh, I got plenty of you that. got plenty of that. <laughs> yeah, so we got some snow and uh, I decided to stay home after work. I didn't go and watch some lock and key, so... I kind of, I'm kind of, it's like 10 episodes, I believe. It might be 10 or 8. It's 10. It's 10. So right now, I'm at number 7. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. So I'm yeah. being lazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, we did. We did manage to watch it. You know, you had mentioned it that we should that you were going to talk about it. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll at least try and watch the first episode. Uh, and then my girlfriend actually texted me shortly thereafter and was like, Lock and Key is on Netflix. We need to watch it. And I was now. like, well, that works because <laughs> I was going to watch it tonight anyway. So we have, we have seen the first two episodes so far. And uh, I quite enjoy it. Uh, so, yeah, you know what the thing is, man? I, like I said, I'm not big into really many horror comic books or graphic novels. Mm-hmm. I pick and choose. Then, but then, obviously, and then they had a lock and key. And then when I watched the first episode, it really much, it's not much horror to it. It's more of a fantasy, fantasy more of. It's um, suspenseful. Well, right. So for me, I'm, I don't like horror at all. I don't like, you know, the gore. I don't like the, you know, the, the killer chainsaw guy or whatever on the loose, you know, who's just killing teenagers who are having sex. His name is Leatherface, man, all that. Well, by the way. But yes, he's the, the <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy. Um, but, you know, even like all the, the Freddies and the Jasons and, the, you know, the Michael Myers and whatever, who are all going around just trying to. Slash, slash random teenagers yeah. and stuff. You know, I don't like those things because I don't really care for the gore. I don't like the body counts. I don't like the the fact that everything makes no sense. <laughs> and there you go. Right. We've, we've covered this. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but I do like horror that's kind of, it's when it's more suspenseful or a thriller. You're trying to connect the dots. So that's why I loved The Qui- a Quiet Place. That oh. One, that one was really good because it wasn't like a horror movie. They had creatures but it was mostly about trying to be quiet and avoid the creatures so it's very tense and by the way two gonna come out next month mm-hmm. which i knew that was going to happen i mean the right. success of number one i mean the first movie but i'm like you i like the horror films that is more it's less gore right it's more play with your mind right you may have a little few jump scares there there now and then but it's, i don't like the bloodiness or the gore or the Capitation of heads and stuff like that. I can't deal with that. Right, exactly. And it, it's just, um, I, I, I think when it's something that's kind of built like a, a you know a taut thriller or something like that, it's generally given more thought and more intelligent writing to it, right. which I think I also tend to prefer. You know, because like I said, the the guy going around just killing like kids at a camp. <laughs> you know that they bend the rules of reality and it's just yeah. mo- it's just meant to make you you know kind of scared or even like even, Ooh, what, even who's gonna die next even the one that was like hostile in the and so i don't uh, care well, for those that. are that's just gore fest torture yeah gore. exactly that's that's kind of for the people who like to rub one out while people are getting <laughs> are getting like tortured and ripped apart and stuff <laughs> damn trevor how you feel huh prove me wrong <laughs> well, I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got no comment on that one, dude. <laughs> but you know, like I said, I'm six episodes in. So, the like I said, so far I'm really enjoying the the, um, the character development. For what I'm not, I don't want to say any spoilers. Well, I'm a. Do we want to talk about spoilers in this one? Uh, let's for not the, go into the, too much because I've only seen the first two episodes. I'm not going to go into I'm, six. I'm, I'm afraid gonna, you're going to start going beyond where I've seen. <laughs> So anyway, you, <laughs> so anyway, in episode seven, I'm just playing, no. man. And I'm out of here. Yeah. So yeah, Joe Hill made his appearance, and no, he didn't. <laughs> you know, Stephen King was doing his movies like that yeah, sometimes. Yeah, he would do that. Yeah. So, but no, um, it's not going to be any spoilers. All I can say is this: that if you are a fan of fantasy and just intriguing storytelling. I think this is a good television series to watch. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's and first of all, it started off. It didn't start off slow at all because in the beginning, the first 
scene, I'm going to say one thing. In the first scene, the guy finds the key. He sticks the freaking key in his chest. And oh, yeah. It explodes. Like, yeah, it's it's really weird. It starts with, like, some Asian guy coming home. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he gets a call as he's, like, using his keys to unlock his door that says, um, Locke is dead. Right. And he and he's like, how do you know? And he's like, or something to, like, you know, um, you know how or something like that. So then he goes in. And he's like, okay, closes his door. And then, he's frantic. He's looking yeah. for something. So he pulls out all this stuff, like some pictures of them, some, you know, all these things, I guess, that relate to it. And then he pretty much pulls out a key and just <laughs> and like stabs it. it right into his heart. <laughs> and then he starts glowing and just and bursts into flames and his whole house goes up. I say, oh, I say, okay, this is how we're going to start it off. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, I don't know who that guy is. I don't know why he did that. And I don't know why the keys can do that. <laughs> yes. And so, and then it kind of explained it later on. And the, they um, start to, yes. Talking about it. So I was like, damn, this is something from the beginning. So that was very different uh, not different but i wasn't expecting that in the first scene of the damn tv series mm-hmm. but like i said man it, it is smart writing because joe hill has been doing this for years man right. and i'm kind of glad they they adapted it it's to a tv show because i think it was only six miniseries i believe and they made a graphic novel novel out of it mm-hmm. so i mean i haven't read the book but I don't think I'm not going to go back and read the book because I, I think I like what it is, what I'm seeing right now. Right. You know, I'm the kind of guy who reads the comic books and I say, nah, it's nothing like the comic books. But I'm not the one that said, oh, man, that's bullshit. It ain't just, I give it a chance. Right. Because you got some guys, some people that say, oh, man, it's nothing like the comic book. But, you know, something cannot translate very well into the screen, man. No, it really doesn't. And and what I'm actually enjoying about this, what I was going to I was gonna bring up um, was that I don't know anything about Lock and Key. I know it exists. I know it was written by Stephen King's son. That's and, all I know. And that's me. <laughs> and, you know, uh, the, so I know it has something to do with keys and weird things. And I've seen a picture where it's like a, a keyhole in the back of some guy's neck. And that's all I know. Yeah. And that's what I've been so into. I wasn't really one of those. I wasn't really like, oh, I can't wait for this show. Uh, you know, for me, it wasn't even on my radar. But it was something that was on my girlfriend, Leslie's radar. Right. So we, we would have ended up watching it even if you hadn't mentioned it. But that's what I like about going into this now is that I don't know anything that's going to happen. I don't know any of the backstory. I don't know anything. So for me, this is kind of exciting because it's like, I don't even know what this is about. <laughs> I mean, you and I are in the same boat. I, I'm the same way. I knew of the, the book. I knew who the writer was and stuff like that. But I knew it was coming out on Netflix. But mm-hmm. I mean, I said I wasn't breaking my list. Oh, I got to see it. I got to see it. So I'm saying, like, I'm on the weekend. I have nothing to do. So I'm going to watch some episodes. <laughs> so that's what I did. Right. And I have not been um, disappointed whatsoever. No, I really liked the first two episodes. I'm intrigued to watch more. Yeah, so I'm see not... where it See where it goes. Because, yeah, essentially what it's about is, just for anybody who hasn't yeah, checked right. it out yet, it's about a family. Um, there's the Tragic. mother. Yeah, yeah, the mother, and she has an older son and an older daughter, both in high school, right, I think. And young. And then a younger son. Uh, I don't know what his age is. Probably around like 10 or something. Yo, that boy stays in the house most of anybody, man. Yeah, he does. I've noticed that doing this whole thing. Right. Like, what? Do you ever go to school? Right. <laughs> so they're, they're basically the Locke family. Right. So this takes place three months after that guy lit himself on fire. Right. So it turns out that... Yeah, you know, the lock that was referred to was her husband and their father, 
and then now they're moving to his hometown. His hometown, where there's the what is it, the lock house, the or key something? house, the key house, mm-hmm, the key house. You're right. So it's this big mansion that's just kind of. <laughs> it, there's all these stories and rumors surrounding it, and you know, um, and so in the town, like the locks are really well known. It's, it's, so Madison is the name of the town, right? So people are just people are kind of giving them a little bit of reverence and a little bit of you know uh, because. Yeah, because they were not used to people being nice to them like that. So all of a sudden, they go to the ice cream shop. Right. Ice like, cream as soon free. as he hears their name, Dang. he's like, it's on the house. house. Like, yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So, in essence, there's this house, which the the little kid is kind of like the sh- – it's kind of like The Shining a little yes, bit. But, you yeah. know, he wakes something up in a well. Right. And that, but he doesn't know what it is. What he did is he had, Palo, he had a Polaroid camera. He right. was taking a picture in the well. He Into said, the well. Oh, no, hello. And, yeah, and he dropped the picture. And yeah. then when he started walking away and then turned around, the picture was back up on the lid of the well. Right. Um, so, said, Are you my echo? Yes. Yeah. I'm your yes, echo. Yes, I'm your echo. <laughs> so, yeah, there's this lady that's down there. And so she tells him about all the keys in this house. So he kind of goes around finding the keys because he can kind of hear this little humming or singing or voices talking. It's, it's, yeah, it was more like whispering. Humming yeah, it's like sound. a little whispering. So he knows that one's near. Yeah. And they all do like different things. Right. Like, you know, kind of cool stuff. Some cool and some just yeah, freaky. Some, some are freaky, yes. Yeah. So how, which key did he find the first key? What is the everywhere you the go key? The first key, yeah, he found was the everywhere you go key, yeah. which was on his sister's bracelet. Right. So did you see the other key that he got? And then the second one that he got was no, that's the third one. Third. The second key was the one for the mirrors. Oh, the mirror. That's yeah. right. And then the third one was and the third one was the one that, um, yeah, it's got like a face on head, it, and it seems to be every time it comes near the, the back key. of someone's neck, yeah, it reveals a keyhole. Key. So so that right there for you guys, that key right there shows them the memory, so they can actually go. Well, that's about as far as I got. He okay. used it on himself, and right. then he went in this big box with his name on it. Had G.I. Joe and stuff on it. Right, yeah. and he was like, hey, guys, you got to check this out. And then that's where the episode ended. Oh, that's right, episode two. Right. right. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. So there's three keys so far in episode one and two. So it's, I don't know there's so many keys, man. There are going to be more keys discovered. Right, so there's probably going to be more keys. There's obviously some tragedy that happened in the past that nobody seems to be talking about or right. can't remember or a bunch of weird things surrounding it. That's what I like about it, man. And then, uh, yeah. And then it keeps flashing back to what happened to the dad and where everybody was during the time and how they feel about it. The brother, that's Sean Ashmore, right? Yes. The twin. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Sean Ashmore. It's Sean. There's like, there's like two of them that look exactly the same. Yeah. I can't remember which ones, but I think it's Sean Ashmore. That's the one from X-Men, right? I think so. <laughs> you got to look it up. Okay, yeah, I'll look it up real quick. You, can, Yo, you man. keep going. <laughs> so, yeah, I think. So, I'm not going to spoil no more for you, man. I'm not going to stop at two. But, like I said, with this, I like the weirdness of it. And the, this so it's different, man. And But the back to that boy. His name is um Bodie. I think it's Bodie, right? Yeah, yeah Bodie. 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 Yo, he is one curious kid like a kid's supposed to do, right? And, man, but... um. Like I said, I liked his character. Um, who else? Mom. Oh, first of all, mom is recovered. Um, you did? Did you? Damn, you! I think you don't know this. No, I'm not gonna say it. No, I'm not gonna say it. You'll see it. I don't no. spoil it for you. So, which which um Ashton Ashmore brother is it? He's like not showing up on this list yet. He's, he's not. Unless he's not in very many episodes, in which case he's probably further down the list. Oh okay, no, uh, he should be on that list. Oh, Aaron Ashmore. That's Aaron. Okay. So it's it's not the one from the X Men. Aaron Ashmore. What Aaron playing? Oh, the following. 
There was a Fox TV series with Kevin Bacon. Right, and he was on Killjoys and Veronica Mars. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, you know. So, that, okay, cool. So, it's Aaron, not Sean. Okay. So, Sean with Iceman. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, man, so. But, yeah, I, I like I do like the cast. You know, the kid is, he's very curious, but he's not really afraid of anything. Oh, he is not, man. No, so it's, uh, that's interesting. Um, and then the. Uh, but you know what? I, li- I like the, um, the daughter, and the son is pretty cool, too. I'm kind of getting into his storyline. Yeah, he, he. They all have their own storyline, but everything could just comes in together anyway. Each kid got their own thing going on. Right. Like I said, the, the younger one, youngest one, he's always looking for the keys, and, and the other two is in high school doing what high school and right, and, trying to and, yeah, trying fit to, in. to to fit in and dealing with that, and you know, um, and the, people the, feeling sorry for and you, the, the trauma of their yeah yeah of their lost father. So you saw the English teacher, right? Was it the the black guy? Right? Yeah, the black Who guy told her about the uh, right. Um, yeah, and that he used to be the teacher of her husband and his you know, friends. friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he's also played in Supernatural too. He was a, a hunter. He plays some more stuff, man. Mm-hmm. But like I said, man, got, um, for my audience, if you are into fantasy or you, it's really not a horror. I say it's more suspenseful, and you just like weirdness, weird weirdness. Uh, this I think this is a TV show for you, man. It's it's very interesting TV show right now. I think right now I think this is so far 2020 for new um, television shows. I think this is up there for me right now so far. Yeah, it's it's really good. I'm anxious to watch the rest of it. Yeah, so Netflix knocked this out the park right here, man. So that's another comic book property. You know, like I said, it had Umbrella Academy last year, and this year they got three other ones from IDW Publishing. <laughs> so. Kudos to Netflix. So that's it, guys, for um, the TV show. Um, what is it again? Oh, Lock, Lock and Key. key. <laughs> Lock and Key. I got a brain fart. <laughs> Damn, brain fart. So, Trevor, since we are talking about comic books. Okay. See, um, I picked up a book, and I think you like you might like this book. This is my pick of the week, right? And it's called, <laughs> I'm laughing. It is called The Man Who Effed Up Time. <laughs> <laughs> It is written by one of my favorite writers right now, man, John Lehman. If you're familiar with that name, he's a sound, yeah. He um wrote True Chew. Oh, okay, yes. He wrote Chew, and he also doing Outer Darkness. And um, this is about a guy. He's a lab assistant, and they finally found a way to time travel. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get to time travel, man, everything it's, it's kind of com- it's crazy, man. Because some people tell stories differently about time travel. If you do this and that. Different timeline here. This happened here. But in this one right here, he's a lab assistant named Bennett. And uh, they treat him like shit. Because <laughs> the funny thing is, the two other, um, not doctor, but um, scientists, mm-hmm. one is one of his friends from college. And he's a, uh, what he said, um, he had money. And Bennett didn't have money, but he was smart and stuff like that. So he didn't get the chance to finish school. So he's paying student loans like that. And he he's treated like shit. Because he told the guy who was his friend, that's not the, one of the head scientists, talking about you need to do some cleaning up. And they're like, damn. Dude's a lab assistant, man. He's a freaking custodian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they finally found a way to go back in time. So um, one day he's mad because he, you know, he said, I should be doing this and that. So he's in a bar. And he's drinking his drink. Here comes a guy in a hoodie. Ah, it's Bennett, the future Bennett. He's convinced the present Bennett 
if you want to change, change the way things are, you need to go back in time. And you can imagine all hell breaks loose, man. So he trying to change. He changed things, right. little, little bit of things. But when he got back to his present time, everything changed. Abraham Lincoln is alive. He didn't get assassinated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like he had to wear a hat and then stuff like that. And and it's it's a fun book. But man, the art style is not my type of art style. Check it out. It's okay. But um. Mm-hmm. So he gets back to his apartment. So he's confused and everything like that. So later on in the last page of that book, all of a sudden he see like robots, and they said, "Um, they are most they are time police." Oh, you get you fucked it up. You got to fix this. In other words, and that's some paraphrasing, but that's what they're saying. Right. Like, you messed this up. You got to fix this. And you say you got. I think you say you got a couple of days or something, or, or you die. <laughs> they're gonna kill them. So man, it's it's an interesting book, man. You know, and with time travel, man. Different writers have different things about time travel. Mm-hmm. You know? So on one man like the Avengers, they did a time travel. Right. They changed timelines and you know time machine. You know you step on a butt a damn thing in prehistoric time. Right, it changes everything. everything. Yeah, the uh, butterfly effect. The butterfly effect. But then yeah, you have others. You know like Steins Gate or things like that where they go back and they change one thing and then it causes a ripple effect. And so yeah, um, t- I I love the idea of time travel. Right. But whenever I watch a movie that's about time travel, it stresses me out. <laughs> it really does. I bet it does. Because, the... well, I think it's because you go from like one life and then now you're stuck in this other life, you know, because you've changed everything. And so I just kind of feel this tightness in my chest where it's like, can you ever really change it back? <laughs> you know? My bad. I'm sorry. The time. So you had two days to fix this. So what they did is they threatened him. They went back when he was a baby. <laughs> he said, if you don't do this, we're going to kill you. You're going to be out of existence. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they're they not playing around. I was going to say, it sounds like they're also messing with time by killing him. Yeah, but, hey, but he messed up time, too. See, that's the thing about time travel, it's dude. It's all messed up. It's yeah. all messed up. I like Don Cheetah take on Avengers. He said, so, that uh, back in the future was all BS? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, but that's my pick of the week. The man who effed up time. That ain't you know you can't say the whole word and right. kind yeah. of book code and stuff like that. But yeah, man, I really enjoyed that one. Cool. Might have to check it out. I um. So my pick of the week. I actually, I just read it, but there's something that's kind of similar to it that uh. I actually was going to make my pick of the week. Right. So they're kind of a joint pick of the week. Um, so I'll talk about the comic that I just read. <laughs> I I was just at the comic shop and I kind of saw this one, but of course it's. It's kind of naughty. So yes, it is. It was all like you know shrink wrapped, so I couldn't actually take a look at what it was. But my good friend Amos happens to have picked it up. There it's you this go. book called Money Shot. And guys, when I picked it up, and I said to myself, "No, no, I'm gonna take that back." One of the people, one of the um, workers in the comic book shop at Doctor Knows, her name Izzy. Shout out to Izzy. And I said, that's Money Shot, Amos. That's the type of book you need to read. I said, you know me very well. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's written by Tim Seeley and Sarah Beatty, yep. um, drawn by Rebecca Isaacs. So it, uh, the artwork is pretty good. I, I mean, like complement the storytelling. But, man. Right. So in essence, it's it looks to be about a group of scientists who they live in kind of like how our political system treats you know the arts and the sciences yeah, right. and you know things like that it's just this is a couple decades in the future where they don't give a shit about any of this because no. the political climate is like oh fuck all that um 
So they're having a hard time getting their projects off the ground. And she's built this project that they're all upset with her because all of her, their grants are gone. That's built a, um, a spaceship. But, well, actually, the thing to mention is that there were, there were aliens that came in the 2020s. That's right. They came to offer them to join their intergalactic thing. And then they saw how fucked up our world was, how we're fighting with each other and we can't get anything done. And, you know, our politicians are corrupt. And they were like, never mind. We rescind the offer. Bye-bye. <laughs> they smart. Right. So they know that there's something out there. So then she happens to catch some porn thing, like her porn channel right has now changed and uh, now it's showing like people like trying to fuck like monsters quote unquote aliens you know yeah people in costumes and she's yeah. like there can't be an audience for this and it's like well there is an audience for it so she's like all right i know how to get us funded i know how to get you know at least to pay for it so what we're gonna do is we're all gonna go out there and we're gonna do our scientist stuff we're gonna you know visit space and figure out viruses and figure out the planets and stuff like that and we're gonna do it by fucking aliens <laughs> And they do. And so, yeah, so they have, like, a cam thing that sets up as they fuck aliens and <laughs> basically make a porno. Dude, it was hilarious. When Izzy told me about that, I'm reading this, I'm like, damn, this is funny. Man. Right. It so, it's, so funny. it's pretty funny. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. So, I'm going to check out the rest of them here. Well, you know, go ahead and buy them, man. Like I said, they still got them a second print. I think that's the second print I got. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably give Dr. Nose a call right after this and yeah. tell him to pull them for me. Yeah, shot. Um, pick, that, pick that up, guys. Money shot. Yeah. But, admit, um, admit what it said, money shot. Money shot, yes. So then, but related to that, the other one that I had, it's kind of a very similar idea to this whole fucking alien species. <laughs> yeah, okay. is there's an anime that I've been watching that I mentioned before, but I hadn't seen it yet. It's called Interspecies Reviewers. Stop right there. Okay. Funimation took it off. Yep. They took it off. Okay, so here's here's the thing. Basically what this is, is it's a show about... A couple of guys. There's like two main ones. Um, Stunk, who's like a, He's a human, human, a human like swordsman, and then the elf. Um, Zell, who's yeah, an elf archer. Mm. And basically, they're both adventurers. But what they really do is they like to go to the brothels where all of these <laughs> sucku girls, as they're called, you know, which are basically all sorts of different species of you know, um, and it's this legal brothel district type thing. And they like to go and try and fuck every single one that they can. <laughs> yeah. And then they kind of write reviews on it. And then they find an angel or they help an angel out uh, while they're out on the road. And this angel has broken her halo or his, her halo, um, their halo, I guess. Uh, it's, so, it, it's, so they called? can't return to heaven yet. It's a called interspecies review, right? It, yeah. Interspecies reviewers. Okay. Reviewers. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, so they say, oh, okay, come on, and, you know, you can you can join us on adventures and stuff like that. So she, he, they think it's a male because it's packing. Uh -huh. <laughs> but uh, it reveals that it um, it has both uh, both sex organs. Right. And but they'll just they'll just let them believe it's male because <laughs> it, it might cause less problems. <laughs> but then they get taken in on this thing and keep getting dragged to all these places where they have sex with a different species so uh he will refer to him as a he now um starts starts writing reviews with them as well so it's the three of them and then usually a fourth one a fourth person tags along now my question is this man Funimation knew what they were getting themselves into man what happened because honestly i i want to hate to say this i went online as i went it's, it's, it's in hentai the way it's set, it's set up like right. a hentai 
But what the hell Funimation would think? Okay, so let me explain what I think happened. Okay, there is. It's based on a manga called right. Interspecies Reviewers. Right. And apparently, the anime goes a lot further and it's more extreme than the manga itself. Oh. So I think when fun, you know, a lot of times. Um, the production companies here in the U.S. they're bidding on licenses for things, right. and they don't always know what they're getting because the anime comes out like just like weeks before. You know, they finish it literally oh. the week before they air it. Oh, okay. Right, so that it's not like they're holding the entire thing in. That's why you get delays. That's why you get you know choppy animation at one point because they're trying to rush it out of the door. Right. Um, it's really done close to when it actually airs. Damn. So they didn't actually have anything in hand to be like, oh, here's what we got. Um, and the first episode was relatively tame, so even if they had that one, Funimation, I don't think, knew what they were getting into. So I think originally they had said everything completely uncensored, and then once they saw what the first episode had, <laughs> I mean, literally, when you watch the opening and closing credits, it's like boobs on display. I've seen it. And then you I've watch the it. end, and it's like they're kind of doing this announcement. They're showing like all the girls like riding, like cowgirl style. <laughs> on the... <laughs> you know, and like... So it's it's definitely um, very naughty. Yeah. So I don't think Funimation realized quite that much. So a lot of it was they censored the thing, kind of like um, that show. The teacher. Yeah, what are you doing, doing here, teacher, teacher or whatever, yeah. where it's just like everything was always covered with like the little teacher's heads or something over the, you know, the breasts and stuff every time something was revealed. There is a censored version like that. There's also the uncensored version, which shows everything. Wow. Um so I think as it went on, first they were like, oh, let's pull that uncensored thing down. So now it's no longer saying completely uncensored. And then they slowly started to realize, and then by the think by the four after the third episode, they decided, okay, we had enough. And then the fourth episode was about to come out, and they <laughs> pulled it. And I know why. Okay. Well, I can see why. I get that they probably bid on it and then realized, uh-oh, this is not what we were expecting oh, yeah, yeah, so they yeah. pulled it from their streaming site i'm still hoping they release it on blu-ray right. completely uncensored and everything they should right so i've been continuing to watch it like the finding the uncensored versions and everything and i love the show i think it's hilarious Dude, i saw some cow yeah, Cows, yeah. well man. that's the thing there's different ones there's demon you girls mean, there's fairies which is very interesting when you got like full-size people with you <laughs> so it's it's always like fun to see what they're gonna do with it but so, yeah there are like the cowgirls who have like the huge breasts said, Damn. yeah <laughs> oh God, that's, that's ridiculous man like come on man right so then so every episode they'll they'll do another but then the fourth ep well let's see the third episode was very like steamy as in they showed there was no penetration showed but right. it was close it was like they would show them doing it but there was always something just blocking right where the genitalia are meeting, that sort of thing. So you're like, this is very borderline hentai. Wow. And then the fourth episode came out, and basically they went to like the lava place or whatever, and so they were cooking meat. You know how they do the sushi on the naked woman thing? Yeah, I understand right. that. It was kind of like that, only these were like the fire salamanders oh, okay. at this volcano. Oh. And so they were cooking meat on her. Uh -huh. on her skin and stuff and so then she was you know after they finished doing that she was like you guys want to join us uh, or join me and it well it's gonna burn the two others but it doesn't burn the angel so right. she actually go he actually goes and joins her um but as they're doing it it's like he'll he puts the meat on like the breasts uh -huh. and then like pulls off in the nipple thing is still there <laughs> and then the other guy is like i'm gonna put it down here <laughs> and then when he pulls it out it has the shape of a, <laughs> yes, of the, the vagina. 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 Damn. Yes. 
like literally the shape. <laughs> no wonder Funimation, man, that's crazy, right. dude. And then you know, it did, and then it did other thing. They were like trying to cook some other stuff, and so one guy put like put it in the salamander's mouth to cook it. It was uh. like sausage or something. <laughs> And then, of course, the elf was like, I'm going to put it down here to cook. And it literally inserts it. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I get why Funimation pulled this. Oh, man. I still think the show is hilarious, and I enjoy watching it, though. But, 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 the, <laughs> but the, but the vulgarity and the, the sexuality of it, though. But, man. yeah, apparently it's been pulled on Tokyo MX channel as well. So there's a lot of people that are kind of up in arms about oh, it. Oh man! Because oh no, it's about sex and brothels, and you know, Might even though never. it's yeah, it's all legal and it's all consensual and it's all whatever, you know. But we can't talk about that. You know, let's go. Let's go back to the groping and the you know the the incest and shit. Oh yeah, they love that. <laughs> and shit. the and the lollies. Let's do that. That's okay. We're fine with that. They love that. But not prostitutes. Uh-uh. Oh god. <laughs> so it's it's just funny. So interspecies reviewer. Yeah, man. I saw. I think I saw one episode. Like this is. The, I see why Funimation right. canned it. Right, and it's it's very cartoony style too. It so is. It's, so it's not like it's you know the normal stuff, and it looks like just a normal hentai. Um, with the characters just like anime with sex it's like yeah. very cartoony so the the visuals are very bright and um just kind of mm. not, not childlike but you know just chibi chibi like almost mm. on that note <laughs> speaking of bright i'm gonna switch gears the guy check check out interspecies Reviewer, um, Trevor said, "Yes, if I mean, I, I got no words for it, man. <laughs> it, it, that's the thing. It's it really pushes the boundaries of what should be on TV and what you know, and it's that borderline between uh, hentai and just kind of etchy. <laughs> I, I got no words. So man. it's like it's like they're pushing the boundaries just a little bit further. Yeah, they really push the boundaries, man. Yeah, this one's like as but as far as you can go without going over the line. Wow, man." <laughs> <laughs> wow, yo! Speaking of uh, while talking about bright, um, you heard the news about Doctor Strange, right? Mm-hmm. That it might be rumors that Sam Raimi, the um, who direct um, Spider Man one, two, and three, and also his and claim also of fame, all the, yeah. Evil Dead, claim all of the fame, Evil Dead, and Army of Darkness, Army yep. of Darkness, claim of fame, and also he's on uh, Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. That's the other one he did, right? Um. They were talking about Doctor Strange, man. He he is in talks of maybe doing it. It's just a rumor right now, mm-hmm. but I think he is probably pretty good with Doctor Strange. When it, when I would say it bright, because he's all about the psych, um, his psychedelic. psychedelic and kookiness of his movies and stuff and the the camera action he does. Uh, yeah, he's very creative with the camera action. Yeah, I, I've always loved his style. Yeah, so I think it's kind of suit him. You know, he's 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 no fan. He's not. He's a fan, he's a fan of horror, you know. He he bought in the slapstick horror shit with Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Even Drag Me to Hell had some things in that was as outrageous. That's that wasn't like really horror, but you're like, damn, that's kind of slap slapstick horror. Yeah, it was just funny, you right? Know, you know. So, and also they also um, had to change scripts, man. They they had to get a writer from the the Loki TV TV, TV series mm-hmm. to kind of rewrite the damn script. Maybe because Loki is going to be part of this, I guess, building the one division, and he might show up in Doctor Strange. You know, because Doctor Strange and the multi multiverse, madness in the multiverse, say one that's going to show up in there, Maximal. Right. So who knows, man? But I think that was probably if they do hire him. I think he'd probably do a good job 
Yeah, I think he's a good choice because he's you know he knows comic books. He's oh, done yeah. he's done superheroes before. So Spider Man one and two were really good. <laughs> yeah. The third one was kind of overstuffed and a lot of problems. A, I think the studio wanted that. Yeah, I think a lot of that was the studio. But um, so yeah, the third one not so great. But the other two, you know, that's kind of what kicked off the whole um, superhero thing in the first place. That and Batman. Then. Yeah, for Marvel. But then, the, yeah, then Iron Man came out and kind of kicked it in high gear. But well, you can't forget X Men. But though. then the X Men, yeah, I think they came after that one. Yeah, the first one. The Blade was first uh, from the Marvel properties that kind of really kicked it off. You can't forget Blade, although it's rated R. People know he was a comic book character, right? You know, those who read the comic books know he was. He is part of the, you know, and then Blade, Spider Man, then X Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he was part of the the. the Evolution and revolution of the comic book genre. I mean, right. movies. Yeah. So he was there from the beginning. But yeah, he? and of course he's got the the horror background. So given that this the Doctor Strange two is supposed to be a little bit more horry. Um, <laughs> yeah, horry. That sounded weird. <laughs> horry. Hey, horry. <laughs> um, it's a. Uh, I think it's something that's in his wheelhouse. So I think he can do a good job with it. I think so too, man. Mm-hmm. I, I hope so. I mean, I, I got confidence in him. And like you said, Spider Man one and two, and I love the Evil Dead um, stories. Oh yeah, he did the TV series too. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, I like. Did you see the ending of that? I only watched the first season. I haven't gotten to the <laughs> the second two yet. Man, mm, man wait. You know, it was it was a good series, man. Did three three seasons, mm-hmm. but you know, it was good. But yeah, then that's it, man. You know, that's this week. You know, and comic books and stuff that, you know, Doctor Strange looking for a new director. They got a new writer now that, you know, check out, like I say, the comic book this week. You like the money shot. Check that out. Check out the man who effed up time. Check that out about uh, Aftershock Comics and written by John Lehman. And, you know, like I said, Lock and Key is right now is, is a good TV series to check out. So, Trevor. How can people reach you on your social media? They can find me at at Toshiro Noronin on Twitter. On Twitter? Yep. That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. And also, you're on Facebook too, but... Yeah, but that's that's more private. Private. So it's just for kind of family, and I don't do anything on there. I'd get rid of it because I don't like Facebook and their policies, except it's in some ways it's my only way of knowing what old friends are doing. I'm tired of Facebook, honestly, man. And... um. I, I'm on Facebook. I just look through it, man. And like, I don't really post nothing on there like I used to. But now, with the podcast, I got to you know we got to post stuff on there. But you can check me out on Amos, justbeingamos.com. <laughs> man, justbeingamos.com and on uh, Instagram, Twitter, justbeingamos. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Peace. Just being a